more grace, and thank you for listening to the Prophetic Podcast with Prophet Brian Karn. Here's today's message. Clap those hands for Jesus. Ephesians chapter 6. Come on, let's go straight to the Word of God. Ephesians chapter 6. We've been in a series on mind control. Let's get straight into the Word of God. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. We're going to read it together. I told you this is our foundation of Scripture, and I want us to really grasp this and get an understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, but in all you're getting, get what? That's right. So I hope you are getting this and we're not just shouting and hollering and screaming. Let me tell you something. Everybody in here should be on guard right now, recognizing there's a war going on. All right. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Let's all read it together. We're going to read verse 10 through 17. What does it say? Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, Now, I really want you to see that, comprehend it, digest it, let it get into your spirit. But verse 11 says to us, put on the whole armor of God. And I made it my business to continue to communicate to you that I don't want you to get fixated on the parts. But I want you to make sure you are focused on putting on somebody shout the whole armor. Amen. Put it all on. Amen. You, you, I hope you don't walk out of your house with just your shoes on. Amen. Uh, you don't walk out your house with just your shirt because somebody going to look at you and say, you undress. Okay. Where the rest of your clothes at? All right. So the Lord is saying to us, don't just put on a portion of the armor, but he says, put on the what? whole armor of God. So I want to read it again and I'm going to drop the, uh, the, the references of the parts, but I'm just going to read on what I really want you to put and just listen to me. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole arm of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, stand, having truth, having righteousness, having the gospel of peace, taking faith, take salvation 
and take the word of God. Now, I dropped all of the parts because I wanted you not to be fixated on the part, but I want you to be fixated on what it represents. He's saying, put on righteousness. Put on peace. All right? Put, put all of these things he's telling you to put them on. And we surmised it and said that it's not just garments or things he wants you to put on, but he wants you to put on somebody to shout the word of God. This is what you got to use. When the enemy is fighting your mind, the minute he comes after your mind, you got to have enough word in you to combat the enemy. Amen. And the reason he's after your mind is because if he can get your mind, he can get your confession. Say with me now. And if he gets your confession, he can get your actions. So the first thing he's coming after is to get you to think crazy. Because once I get you to think crazy, you're going to start talking crazy. Now, if we could learn how to kill stuff when it hits your mind, it'll never come out your mouth. But his job is to first come after your thought life. And once I get in your mind, I can get in your confession. And once I get in your confession, I can start operating in your action. And the reason I want to get in your confession is because you have what you say. That's right. So the minute you start confessing, all of the stuff that you are thinking and the thoughts he's planting in your mind, he knows that he got you. And I'm telling you, it happens with everybody in here. Everybody in here understands what it's like for the enemy to come at your thought life. We determine that the Bible said, put on the arm of God that you may be able to stand against the what? Wiles of the devil. What else? Evil day. What else? Fire it does. I'm glad y'all getting it. Somebody been paying attention. What are the three things? What are they? Come on. Yeah. One more time. What is it? Uh huh. Yeah. Those are the three things. And we put it in layman's terms. We don't know what wiles of the devil is and evil day and fire it die. But we put it in layman terms. And I tell you something that you need to make sure you say it every time. Somebody come to you with something crazy. You just look at them and say this. What them three things is? Come on. Come on. Come on. My God, who got that in your spirit for real? Tis. Tis so sweet to touch in Jesus. What is it again? False Come on. Ideas. Come on. One more time. What is it? False yeah. Ideas. And I said that, but I don't want you to believe that just because I told you that. I, I've done it my, my, my due diligence to walk in the word of God and to show you how the enemy just planted a thought, just planted an idea, and planted a suggestion to get the whole course of the earth off. And the first piece of evidence I used was evidence number one, how did the enemy use it with Eve? And we see that in Genesis. Let's go there real quick. Genesis chapter three. But all he did, I'm going to go through this quickly. The servant was more subtle than cunning than any beast of the field. And he said to the woman, what? Has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. All he did was came and planted a suggestion. And the woman said to the servant, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said, you ain't going to die. And that's what he tells you. You're going to get away with it. You better. 
It always happens. The enemy plants a thought to make you think you are not going to have to deal with the consequences of your actions. He just plants a thought. You'll get away. You'll get by this time. Don't stop at the stoplight this time. Come on, y'all. Y'all ain't telling the truth. Right? Am, am I making sense? All right? So I showed her that. And just by him planting them thoughts, it made Eve go against the word of God. Just a thought. All he did was plant a thought, and she knew the truth. How I know she knew the truth? Because she told the devil. But even though she knew the word of God, it didn't stop her from doing what she was supposed to do because he came out of her thought life, but she didn't guard it. She didn't maintain her thought life. But, but are y'all listening to me? So I want you to understand, you can't keep the thoughts from coming. That ain't the issue, though. And I, that's one thing I try to get you to understand. Folks say, well, the devil, I'm, I'm trying, but he's just fighting my mind. It's not, it's not enough. There's nothing I can preach up here. There's not a, a, a amount of oil I can put on your head that's going to make the enemy stop sending thoughts. The question is what you do with it. Are you listening to me? Here come with all kind of thought. Ain't no need in living. Amen. You ain't committing suicide because of no chemical imbalance. You did that because a thought came. And you didn't kill it. Y'all quiet in here. That's what he says. A thought. But the question is, what you gonna do when he's sending the thought? Ain't no you. Go back to the world. You had more money in the streets. See how y'all ain't talking back to me. You, you gonna talk to me. You, you got me, you know. You ain't never struggled like this. You know how to get some money. You can compromise. You under grace. God have mercy on you. Are y'all listening to me? All right. But guess what? He got her because he sent the thought. But I'm glad to know that the good news is just because the thought comes don't mean I got to yield to it. I'm in control of my thought life. Anyway, plan all kind of thoughts in your mind. It's over for you. Your worst, your best days are behind you. You're getting old. You never reach the place of your potential. Amen. The enemy will plant thoughts in your mind to make you feel like man's time clock is God's. I'm 60. Pastor, talking about all this. If I was going to have it, I would have had it at 40. I would got, and then now you sit up in church. The enemy got you worried and comparing your life to other folk life. It happens. You see other folk being blessed. Lord, I'm over here doing right and look like they over there ain't paying you no attention and they just are prospering. I know I'm talking right. Y'all so quiet. Look down your say, He all in my head. Are you listening to me? All right. 
So he'll come, but it's what you do with it, all right? Number two, I gave the next evidence was we saw the enemy do the same thing with Jesus. In Luke, the fourth chapter, he came after Jesus. Luke chapter four, let's go there real quick. Jesus, full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan, led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted 40 days by the devil, didn't eat nothing. Afterward, he had ended. He was hungry. The devil said, if you're the son of God, command these stones to be come bread. He know he the son of God. One way he know he the son of God is God had actually just cracked heaven open and told him he was the son. The verse before that, Jesus had just spoke out of heaven. God had spoke out of heaven after he got baptized and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am what? God had just declared that in the next chapter. I'm trying to tell you after every victory is coming a test. When you leave church shouting and dancing, screaming, saying, I got it together. As soon as you walk out the door, here comes the test. Amen. As soon as you say you're going on a fast, everybody going to offer you food. Come on, see how y'all playing. Y'all tell me. All kind of cakes, pound cakes. I mean, I mean, I mean your favorite cake. You wasn't even studying no cake. As soon as you decide you're going to fast, here come a cake. But he used his armor, didn't he? He said, man shall not live by what? It is written. He had his armor on. And because he used his armor, guess what? He beat that monkey down. Are you listening to me? I gave you evidence number three. John chapter 8, verse 44. I'm just trying to show you what he does. John chapter 8, verse 44. Evidence number three, he's a liar. How do I know that? The Bible says you have your father, the devil, the desire of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the what? Beginning. He don't stand in the truth because ain't no truth in him. Amen. When he speaks a lie, he speaks it from his own what? Reason for he is a what? Lying. He is a what? Lying. He is a what? Lying. And the what? Father of him. Now, what? One day, I'm not going to really get into it, just going to throw some revelation out there for you real quick. But I do want you to see in the Genesis passage that the real revelation of that text is not so much a man and a woman in the garden. The real revelation of that text is that deception will always come through the woman. But I'm not, I'm not talking about the woman as a person. I'm dealing with the woman as the soul. Because the soul is a her. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. Y'all missed that. Okay, so what I'm trying to get you to understand is Adam was symbolic of the spirit. And as long as the spirit stays in control of the emotions, which is the soul, you won't be deceived. See, y'all ain't getting it. Yeah, they, they. I'm going to slow it down. I'm going to slow it down for you because y'all ain't get it. Okay. Your spirit, your spirit man. Your spirit man is Adam. Your soul is Eve. Which is symbolic of your mind, your will, and your emotions. And you as the spirit got to learn to tell your soul what God said. Because if not, 
The minute you start letting your emotions dominate what God said, then you're going to be controlled by how you feel. And that's the issue with most people in, in, in the world. Most people right now, any issue, when people get caught up in sin, get caught up in strongholds, you know why they do it? Because of how they felt. In the moment. So they come out the moment, they say, I don't even know why I did that. I just did that because that's how I was feeling. Never be led by something that's so unpredictable. Because feelings change day to day. All right, are, are, are y'all get where I'm going with that? So I want you to see that the devil is a liar. He don't never tell the truth. Nothing he tells you is the truth. It, I'm telling you, even if it sounds like the truth, he lying. Are, are you listening to that? All right. Then I showed you in, uh, uh, in Revelation chapter 12. I think it's Revelation 12, around about verse 7. I showed you evidence number four that he's not just a liar. He's a deceiver. Amen. And the war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives black people. Who deceive white people. Amen. So don't, it ain't no race thing. Anybody can be tricked. And, and we see he, he ain't trying to deceive, he is doing it. Who deceived the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. So I want you to understand that no matter how much you rebuke the devil. You can never change Satan's nature. Nothing you do going to make him stop lying. He going to keep lying. Y'all got to learn that about people you deal with, people you decide to be in relationship with. If God don't change them, ain't nothing you can do to make them change. Amen. I, to, I told somebody that the other day. I don't care if you got his password, you got her password. I don't care if you look up behind him, try to chase him. Let me tell you something. Ain't nothing you can do to, to make him act right. Amen. If he's a whole, he was a whole from the beginning. And you can't change that. You, you, can't change, you can't change his nature. Amen. 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 Hey! Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Man, man don't like woman. A woman don't like man. Them getting married ain't going to make them change it. Maybe, maybe I could marry him and make him straight. You can't marry and make nobody straight. You, I'm, I'm just saying, you can't change somebody's nature. Don't care. I could put him in jail. Put him in jail for 20 years. I'm telling you, jail don't change people. Man, folk come right out of jail and go right back to the same thing. And we saw that in the Bible. In Revelation chapter 20, the Bible said that Satan was locked up for a thousand years. One zero zero zero. A thousand years. Most of us don't even know what a thousand years is. We don't know about live that long no more. Okay, now imagine 100 years times 10. And no matter, my, no matter how long that was, as soon as he got out, guess what he went back to doing? Tricking. 
You can't marry a trick and change a trick. If she's a trick, she's going to be a trick. Amen. 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 I try to tell y'all that. People's nature don't change. God has to change if any man be in Christ. He's a new creature. Amen. Parents, I don't care how much you discipline them. I don't care what kind of restraints you put on them. I'm telling you that a lot of this stuff that's in your kids, you're not going to change it because you nurtured that nature. Now y'all missed that. That nature that was in your child, you nurtured it. You didn't deal with it. When you saw them little stubborn demons and them little night, guess what you did? You, you yielded to the stubbornness. And now they're 40, 30 years old and you think all of a sudden they're going to change. I don't know why they like this. You did it. That's your monster. Amen. 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 Can't change. Can't change it. Can't change his nature. The devil is a deceiver and nothing you can do to change it. You need to know that and you need to know who you're dealing with. All right. You got to know that this Satan that you're dealing with never means you no good. Ain't no pack you can make with him that he's ever going to mean you. I'm telling you, even if he starts good, he got a trick somewhere up his sleeve. So the question comes up a lot of times, how do I know how, the, the thought that come, the thought, the idea or the suggestion? How, how do I know if the thought is the devil? Could it because it, it might be a God thought. Because remember now, when God speaks to me prophetically, it's not that I'm hearing a voice. I've consecrated my mind so much he can talk through it. Most times I prophesy prophetically, it's a sanctified thought. The mind, I, I, have, I, have, I have positioned my mind and put my mind at a place where it's not so infiltrated with garbage that God can talk through it. See, sometimes God can't talk to you because you got too much garbage in your head. Are you listening to me? All right. So, so how do I know is this the devil? Because thoughts are always coming at you. Always. I ain't talking about when you get out the bed. I'm talking about in the bed. In the bed. Some of you can't go to sleep. Because thoughts racing through your head. They're coming at you at the job, riding down the road, thoughts, ideas, and what? And if you don't control them thoughts, it'll keep you up all night. Be in the bed, tossing and turning, thinking on something. You get, you get one bad report, somebody say something to you, the wrong thing to you, and whatever said to you got you sitting up thinking all night, tossing, turning. Because your mind is on that. And some of you right now, I know it's true, because some of you right now in church, you right here, and you can't marshal your thoughts. Some of you right now looking at me and ain't even here. And I'm telling the truth. I mean, you're looking at me like you're just shaking your head in your mind somewhere. 
Hear the hip hop, somebody. You think think about some fishing. Amen. 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 That's right. Amen. Now, now, see, now I just brought your mind back. But the reason I'm redundant in what I'm teaching and repetitions and saying the same thing over and over, because some of the same thing I said in lesson three, I'm saying not in lesson 10, but you didn't get it in five. And the reason you didn't get it in five is because at that moment, your mind was gone. So I got to say it in six. Because in five, your mind was on how you was going to pay a certain bill. You got to get a handle on your thought life. I'm not telling you thoughts don't come, but I'm telling you, you got to stay in control. And it's not enough just to have knowledge. Because knowledge don't do it. But I told y'all very quick, oh, I feel good today. Am I helping somebody? All right. So one way I know, how do I know? How do I know the thoughts that I'm thinking are God thoughts? How do I know it's a devil thought? And one way you got to know is you got to know that the devil is never going to speak the truth. But, but, but stay with me now. Stay with me now. His lie ain't going to sound like a lie. Because remember now, it's going to be, it's going to be true enough for you not to examine it. Y'all didn't get that. He ain't gonna find, he, you know, he ain't gonna don't come with no flat out lie. He gonna dress the lie up. Uh, am I listening to you? He gonna dress it up in such a way that you're gonna say, ooh, that sounds like God. Because when Satan came to Jesus, he gave him scriptures. Right? He, he gave him the word of God. So you have to be discerning enough to know when people are tricking you with the Bible. Amen. And most people in the body of Christ are sitting up in church being tricked with the word. Just coming, getting inspired, feeling good, but there's no change taking place. And don't even recognize, hallelujah, don't even recognize that Satan got preachers. You know, God got a church and the devil got a church. You know, God got preachers and guess who else got preachers? The devil. God got an anointing. Guess what the devil got? An anointing. If you don't know that, you'll just be, I went somewhere, oh, and I just felt good. And I knew it was God. But I'm telling you that if the word came, and nothing about that word shined a light on the dysfunction and problems in your life. You've been tricked. Yeah. And you got tricked from the pulpit. That's right. You got punked. Yes. Are you listening to me? You can, you can, you can, somebody can preach the right message that will make you feel comfortable in your mess and you love that church that's the church I, that's the church I'm going to go to because when I go to, they don't judge me they just let me be how I want to be and I just love that church I, 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 
And I have that conversation with most people when they sit down and talk to me. I say, listen to me. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm never judging nobody. That, but, but when the word of God say something, I can't change it for you. Do what you want to do now. It's your choice. But I want you to know what the standard is here. Amen. And we got to stand according to the word of God. And it don't change for nobody. Say amen to that. All right. So he ain't never going to speak the truth. But you got to put your armor on. Because if you got the word of God, the word of God will stand between you and defeat. Does that make sense? Now, I didn't tell you knowledge win battles, but what did I say? Knowledge and it's what? Proper use. Proper use does what? All right, which means you can have knowledge, but don't use it properly. So it's not enough just to have knowledge. And I know that's true because most of you in here know the Bible, but you're still defeated. You came in here with a Bible and ain't got nothing to show for it. Nothing about your life is a demonstration of the Bible you carry. No victory. Come on, I'm going to talk anyway. No victory in your life. Am I helping somebody? So guess what that means? You got the knowledge, but you ain't using it. You got to do something with it. Not enough just to know what the words say. I know what the words say, but okay. Now, now, something wrong with you. Something wrong with you to know that the life you're living is going to lead to a certain place, yet you keep living it. There's consequences for your actions. Don't care. Don't care how. Don't care. I, I, I told. I told somebody. I say, listen. I said, I said, I said, I'm just telling you that I'm led of the Lord to tell you that if you don't want no baby, you need to shut it down. That's all true. I said, I'm not, you know, folk do what they won't do now. But I'm just telling you what I see. If you shut it down. So they shut it down. But they don't know now. I saw. If they didn't shut it down. A baby was coming. And the one time. That they decided to try it out. Guess what, guess what, guess what, guess what, guess what the thought that came said. You done did it this many times and nothing happened. Hallelujah, got happy back there, praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah, you didn't get, you didn't get caught them times. You got away with it them other times and then here come that one time. It's a quiet church. Why y'all quiet? Why, why y'all ain't there? Second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11. 
Am I helping somebody? Second Corinthians 2 and 11. Lest Satan should take advantage of us. For we are not what? We are not what? Come on, we are not what? Of his what? Say, I'm not ignorant of his devices. Now, guess what? Now, uh, the, according to the word of God, you cannot be defeated no more. So you missed that. The reason you can't be defeated is because you know his devices. What's his device? Come on. Come on. Okay, now that you know that, how is he going to keep tricking you when you know his M.O.? I know how you function now. I've studied my enemy so that when my enemy fights, it don't work. So now that you know it, you shouldn't be. Now that you know it, you got the upper hand. Now you know that the enemy is coming after my mind all day. And not just going to stop while I'm up. If I don't get control, he'll come in my dreams. Dream, you have dreams that you done died. I'm telling you, dreams of your funeral, dreams of you winning. Cut you, cancel them dreams that you having where you running. Some chasing you. You ain't got no business being chased. Hello, ho shake me Amen. You ain't running from nothing. Cancel them dreams where you dreaming that you falling. I ain't falling. Are you listening to me? Cancel them perverted dreams. You having dreams with people that you ain't thought about in years and they just showing up in your dreams. In your subconscious. Because you still tied to them. You got to guard your thought life. Tell your neighbor, guard your thought life. Come on, look at that person next to you that look real deep mind somewhere else right now. Look at him and say, you need to guard your thought life. You got to learn, you got to learn, you got to learn how to sift them thoughts through the word. Enemy tell me something. The minute it don't line up, if the enemy speak in my ear and say, God judging you for something you did wrong. Well, if you've done wrong and you hit a bad place, if you don't know the word of God, that thought will win. Come on now, come on now. Okay, let's say you done something wrong. Let's say you know you did something wrong. All right, and then a thought come. God getting you because of something you did wrong. God is judging you because you didn't go to church yesterday and because you didn't give your tithe. That's why you ain't got no throwing stuff at you, right? Now, if you don't know the word and you've been in church, religion will have more power than the word. And a lot of things that y'all be calling conviction is not conviction. It's your conscience that's been amplified by religion. Amen. The, 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 
the Holy Ghost convicted me. First of all, the scripture. Now, I'm, I, I get a lot. Of, I get a lot of fight when I say this kind of stuff. But according to the Bible, it is not the ministry of the Holy Ghost to convict Amen. believers. Amen. Go, go to John sixteen. See, I have, I have when I say stuff, I have to show people because people don't believe me. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you Bible knowledge. Give me John chapter 16. Give me round by verse 7. Keep going. Oh, come on back 7. Nevertheless, I tell you to what? Truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper. You know who the helper is, right? That's the Holy Ghost. That's your comforter, Paracletus. Sent alongside. He, there, he right there. I got a helper. You can walk away. I got my helper. You can leave me. I got my helper. Okay. He, 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 if the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I'm going to send him to you. And look at verse 8. And when he has come, read it. Ho, 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 ho. Who he going to convict? Who he going to convict? Who he going to convict? You in the world? Come on here. I'm, I'm not the world. I'm in Christ. He will convict the world of what? And of? And of? Stop. But guess what? He going to tell you what sin he going to convict you of. He going to show you that the Holy Ghost is not convicting you about no beer. Now, I'm not telling you to drink beer, but I need you to hear what I'm saying. Holy Ghost ain't convicting you about no beer. About no tobacco. Do you know? Ooh, I was in a club. I went to the club while I was in there. The Holy Ghost convicted me while I was out there in that club. It, 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 didn't, the, it, it don't take the Holy Ghost for that. Because if you're in church long enough, sinners be feeling bad about being in the club that ain't saved. Based on what you've been taught. Most of your conviction come from your teaching. Don't come from the Holy Ghost. It come from your teaching. Two people. Two people. Two people can have the same Holy Ghost. One of them be convicted by pants. The other one don't. Now if they got the same Holy Ghost. Why the Holy Ghost ain't telling both of them not to wear pants? Because he's not a respecter of persons. But that conviction came from their teaching. How you were raised. How you were brought up. Two people with the Holy Ghost. One of them say, I tried to put on makeup and the Holy Ghost just would not let me put it on. The Holy Ghost ain't sending your makeup. God is a spirit. God don't even look on the outward appearance. That's first time you see God look at a man's heart. John chapter, John chapter 16, verse 8. I, I just want you to understand John chapter 16, verse 8. But look at the Bible says, it said, and when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, verse 9. But look at what the sin is. Of sin because they do not what? Believe. So the only sin that he convicts the world of is the sin of unbelief. And the issue with your beer, stay with me. The issue with your beer, your liquor, your gambling, your drugs, your getting high, all that stuff. 
God's issue with that is he has a problem when you trust it and not him. When you're going to the weed to escape instead of coming to him. He said, come unto me, all ye who are weary. And heavenly because Hey, and I will give you rest. The rest I give ain't temporary. You get high, you're going to have to smoke another blunt. It's only temporary. Come on, talk to me. So that's what the issue is. The issue is when you go to that man or you go to that woman or you turn to that drug and you turn to other things and you begin to see the whole issue with even the whole issue of sin. Here's what the whole issue is. The, the whole problem with anything is when something takes you captive. The issue is not the gambling. The issue is when the gambling controls you. The issue ain't the liquor. The issue is when the liquor begins to control you and when you hit a rough season, instead of coming to him, you go to it. The issue ain't the herb. It's not the weed. It ain't the, you know, young folk come to me all the time and say, Prophet, now you cannot speak against the Bible herb because the Bible said he gave every herb bearing seed. That They give me that scripture. The issue ain't the weed. The issue is, I mean, you, you can't spend uh, 30 minutes I mean, you just got to get, you just got to get high. I mean, soon, soon you feel yourself coming up. I got to go again. And you live there. And the issue is you trust it. If anything in your life that you trust over him, he got a problem. Because his name is jealous. Hold on my shadow. He ain't just jealous. He said, my name is jealous. And I will have no other gods before me. Are you listening to me? So here you are going broke. Here you are losing everything. Here you are making bad decisions because you're trusting in everything but him. I want to be your peace. I don't want you going to nobody else to give you something that I can give you. I, I created you. Why won't you come back to the creator? I'm the only one can fix you. I made you. Amen. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Okay, so I want you to understand. But if you don't know that, okay, but let's say you don't know that. And let's say you go one night and you go get high, right? And then after you go get high, the next day you lose your job. If you don't have Bible knowledge, the enemy will plant a thought in your mind and tell you the reason you lost your job is because you got high yesterday. And you'll begin to think that God is reactive. But God is in the eternal now. Matter of fact, when you come to God, you're responding to him. I love him because he first loved me. He ain't responding to, he ain't responding to me. I'm actually responding to him. Are you understanding that? And if you don't know that, the devil beat you down. Have you sitting up depressed thinking you ain't saved because you cussed somebody out one day and went off? And the devil, have you sitting up in your room depressed at? Don't think you can come to church. Don't think you can. I can't pray today because I cussed. 
And he wants you to feel that way. Because if he can get you to stop talking to God, he's won. Am I helping somebody? Am I helping anybody in here? All right. So, so if he if 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 he can get in your thoughts, he been getting to get in your mouth. Go go to John chapter eight quickly. I'm sorry. I'm 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 about to be, I'm on my time. John chapter eight. Then Jesus said to the Jews who believe in him, "If you abide in my word, I like the King James version. It don't just say abide. It says if you continue." If you continue in my word, then are you just not my disciples, but you're my disciples indeed. What does that mean? That means you can't visit the word. You got to practice it. Hello, hello, hello. You got to take this word and you got to walk it out in your daily life. You can't pick it up just when you get in trouble. Somebody say, I'm healed. I'm healed. Say, I'm healed. I'm healed. Say, I'm healed. I'm healed. Today, Today. Right, now. right now. You can't just make that your confession when you get sick. You, you can't hit a bad space. Oh, I'm going through. Oh, I'm here. Every morning you wake up. I'm healed today. I'm telling you, even when you body acting for body. Now, what's your problem? Now, you know you healed. Are you listening to me? Speak to it. Speak to your body. Command it to function properly. Command it to function the way God told it to function. Amen. Body, you want to act crazy? Don't you know something wrong with you? And I'm telling, I'm telling, thoughts are coming to your mind. I be speaking the word, declaring I'm healed, declaring I'm young and strong, and then a pain to hit me, and then and then thoughts will come. See, folk told you, Father, time. What happened? What happened? I'm in here confessing, I'm healed, I'm I'm strong, and no pain, no aches. Then I wake up one morning, an ache hit my knee. I said, I thought it wasn't no aches, but the enemy. But the enemy will start using what people have said. I don't care how much you confess. Older you get, you're going to start going down. Devil, you a liar. Older I am, the stronger I'm going to be. Older I am, the better I'm going to look. And I'm going to die when I get ready. Tell your role, I die when I get ready. Okay, now say with me. He said, if you abide in the word, you're my disciples. But then he get to verse 32 and said, and ye shall know the truth. Okay, now the only way you know the truth is when you're abiding in it. And I'm telling you, most of us don't know the truth. We say we know it, but you don't know it until you do it. And I know most of you, your life shows that you don't know the word. You can't even be on time. Do you know when you have a problem with being on time, that's an issue? Amen. Yeah, quiet now. You know when you don't keep your word, that's a problem? When you're not committed, when you your life is jacked up, you're depressed, you're sad, you're moody, always going through something. Do you know that that's, that's, that's a sign that you don't know the truth? Because the Bible says if you know it, it ain't going to ask you to be free. When you know truth, it makes you free. There's no way you can be bound knowing truth. So as long as you up one day, down the day, you don't know it yet. Because I don't determine whether I got victory based on how I feel. 
Hallelujah. I don't determine everything going to be all right based on what's in my account. Amen. Tell your role, I'm going to be all right. Now, do you know if you can be late, you can be on time? I'm wearing you out, ain't I? I'm sorry. You, you know how I know it? Because you be late, you be late everywhere, but who pay you? You 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 tired, you tired, you tired, too tired to come to church, but ain't you tired to go to that job? You know why? Because you trust it. And see, that, that, that's most of our problem. Lord told me today, he said doing nothing is doing something. And he said that something you're doing is nothing. See, inactivity is an action. And that's most of your problems. You don't do nothing. You where you at right now in life because you think, the, you think, you think the world is going to stop for you. Things just going to happen. I'm just waiting on the Lord. You ain't doing nothing. You got talents, abilities, and gifts in you that you ain't doing nothing with. Sitting up asking God for prosperity and don't understand prosperity don't come until you put your hands to do something. I bless what you put your hands to. Now, what are you doing? You got gifts. You got abilities. You got talent. You got ideas. You got dreams. And you ain't doing nothing with it. Just sitting home telling something. I just ain't got, I just don't know when it's going to happen for me. You got to do something. Put your hands to something so he could bless it. Amen. 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 Put your hands, Lord, I'm going to put my hands to this, and I know when I start doing it, you're going to make start, stuff start happening. But ain't nothing going to happen when you're just sitting up complaining. And your problem is, you, you, most of our problem is you can't handle opposition. You can't handle failure. Nobody great didn't fail. That's right. Everybody who's great, everybody who's millionaires and billionaires were told no. Was that Sean Puppet Cone? Sean Puppet Cone rode the slow bus. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Luther Vandross, Luther Vandross got, got, got laughed off the Apollo stage. But now a chair ain't a chair. Y'all ain't talking back to me. Anita Baker went to saying, they told her, keep your day job. The colonel, KFC, he tried that for years. It didn't work for him till he got in his 70s. I said, think, I, I, I'm not making this a black and a white thing, but I'm going to show you how different black people and white people think. Black people at 70 and 80 retire. White people at 70 and 80 run for president. You sit up and don't think you, it's too late. And I'm telling you, y'all, listen to me. Y'all folk in here that's 20 and in your 30s, you got so much time. You have 
have no excuse to be sitting there. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. You pathetic. Ain't nobody going to tell you. I'm going to come see me. I tell you. You is pathetic. So much you can do. I'm trying. Amen. But the truth will make you what? You cannot know the truth and be bound. And you don't know it until you do it. Because if you knew it, why wouldn't you do it? I don't know about y'all. I want to be free. I don't want bondage in any area of my life. Now, now I'm telling you, when you know the word of God, I I look at people and I say there's so many ways to get out of certain things. But y'all try every way. But God told you the biblical way to get out of financial bondage. He gave you the armor for it. But guess what you try to do? Work five jobs. And wonder why you're in the same place. Because you won't do what the word tells you. It didn't tell you get another five jobs. It said give. See, see, you don't believe that. But here comes a thought. Here comes a thought. You, you, yeah, all right now. You said, listen, that giving all you done. We're going to be out there in them streets. <laughs> he don't get y'all them things. Come on. I believe the word. I'm telling y'all, you got to believe the word. Use your armor. Write this down. Principle number four. A look into the past will help you understand the present. Write that down. A look into the past will help you understand the present. I hear a lot of folks say I ain't looking back. You better. You better learn from your past. Right now, right now, you are the sum total of every yesterday. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. I said, right now, you are the sum total of every yesterday. Where you are today is because of yesterday. Where you are on Tuesday is because of Monday. Where you are on Monday was because of Sunday. Does that make sense? Right now, you are the sum total of your parents yesterday. Because if your parents didn't do something in the past, you wouldn't be here. And they ain't do it today. They did it yesterday. A whole bunch of yesterdays ago. <laughs> my, my obedience to God yesterday produced you in here today. Somewhere in the past, I gave God a yes and it birthed you into my now. Does that make sense? So, so a look into the past will help you understand the present. Are, are you getting it? Today, today is the yesterday of tomorrow. Right now, when you wake up tomorrow, you were sitting in church and you're going to say, I went to church when? Yesterday. So if today 
is the yesterday of tomorrow. I need to make my today matter. I got to stop living loose. I need to recognize that the decisions I make today is going to cost me tomorrow. And you just as lazy, won't do nothing with your life. You keep saying, I'm going to change this. And all you do, you keep saying it. But you don't do it. And you don't know the truth until you, you done been on 200 diets. Done paid for them. I'm going to cut this off. I'm going to read this year. You came in, we're in November. You, we're in November. Think, think of the things that you said you were going to do this year that you did for a week. None of it you stay committed to. I'm going to eat right this year. I'm going to pray this year. I'm going to fast this year. I'm going to do this this year. And all you do is keep doing the same thing you did the year before, and then you mad at the world because you are the sum total of your yesterdays. Where you at right now, unfortunately, is nobody's fault but yours. What you doing? What you doing with it? You get this knowledge. You come here and get this. Oh, pastor, the word is so good here. Okay, what you doing? How are you applying it? You've learned, you've learned how to pray on different levels since you've been here. Your language should be different as going to this church. I mean, you should be, yo, the way you talk, the way you carry yourself, the way you think about, do you know that you should have a new confidence now because you know God ain't mad at you? Do you know there's a liberty that comes in your walk with God when you're not walking around thinking God about to get you? You got to live it in that and you still as defeated as you was when you thought he was mad. First Peter 5. I love when y'all get quiet. Looking into the past is going to help you understand your present. Look into the past. Think about your yesterday. Think about what you did last month. Think about who you spent your time with this year. Who you gave access to you who didn't help you? Y'all ready to go now, ain't you? I said that mind, mind gone, ain't it? Your mind just said, I wish this man hurry up. Mind got you looking at your watch now. See? What you did? What you did with yourself? We had November, this 11 months. What did you do? How much, how, much, how much Bible you read this year? How much time you spent in prayer? How much time you spent praying in the Holy Ghost? I told y'all, I'm telling y'all, the secret in the life of the believer is praying in tongues. Now, I told y'all that. Now, if you did it, I know you did it because you see results in your life. You can't pray in the spirit for an hour every day and not see change in your life. You breaking up all kind of stuff. Because you don't know what to pray. Hallelujah. But the spirit itself maketh what? Intercession. 
First Peter 5. Be sober. What that mean? Be self-control. Get yourself under control. And be vigilant. What that mean? Be watchful. Because you got an adversary, the devil, who walks about as a what? Seeking whom he what? Now, how many people know he's not a liar? Hello? Hello? But he walks as a what? Why? Because he's a liar. He's a deceiver. He always going to try to make you think he's bigger than what he is. But it ain't real. He's just doing what he's doing, trying to scare you. Telling you you're going to die. Telling you you won't live long. Telling you you will never see the manifestation. That you keep on giving all you want to. You ain't going to get no house. You ain't going to get that car. Ain't nothing going to happen for you. You're going to be in the same place next year. When he plant them thoughts, you got to beat. You, you got to tell that devil shut up. You got to tell him he's a bastard. I'm serious. But here's what I want us to pay attention to. We're going to get out of here. Seeking whom he. Seeking whom he. Now, first of all, that lets me know something real quick. That every thought, idea, and suggestion he sends me, he's sending it to devour me. If I plant a thought, the enemy plants a thought in your head, he ain't planting a thought to be your friend. He's trying to kill you. But not only that, he can't do it at will. He got to find somebody to devour. He's seeking whom he may devour, which means he needs your cooperation. Now, if you are being devoured right now in your mind, it's because you're in partnership with the devil. I just can't get up. I'll tell you, I take people think I'm the most insensitive person in the world. But I'm telling you, I know the devil can't do nothing unless you cooperate with him. Sometimes I say, I'm telling y'all, I talk like this. I can't fail. I can't be devoured. Because I, I, I don't cooperate with him. He sends thoughts, but I don't entertain them. He sends all kind of ideas, all kind of suggestions, but I don't entertain them. Why? Because I know if he sent it, he's trying to devour me. I, I, don't, I don't play with him. Now, some people, some people just so defeated. I'm trying, but I, I, don't, I don't have time for that. I'm, I'm saying, I don't. I don't. I don't care. I, I really don't. Because I know that the devil only have as much power as you give him. Now, either he defeated or he ain't. You see, when you talk like that, people think you insensitive. No, I'm just sober. Because the Bible say he walks about as a what? I don't care. I don't care if the devil walk all through this church. I'm not bothered because I got my armor on. I don't care. Walk all through it. Walk, come sit in front of me. It don't, it's not going to happen. Are you listening to me? The enemy plants all kind of thoughts in your head on a daily basis that if you don't get a handle of it, he going to get you. And so many of us, you're missing it. Because here comes in, plan a thought. And guess what you do? You just sit there and meditate on it. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it when? That's what I told you to meditate on. He'll plan a thought. You ain't saved. He'll plan a thought. Ain't that going to change for you? You'll never be happy. You getting old. Come on, y'all. 
You getting that age. That's right. He'll plant that in your head. You'll never get married because you're always at church. You better go hang out in the world. And that's what he wants you now because he wants to devour you. Get you out the sanctuary. Amen. Get you out the house of God and now you done met some bozo from side of the road and not, he not even saved. And they're going to bring him to me and ask for my blessing. You're not going to get it. But see, you get desperate. You just settle for anything. You better wait on God. Hallelujah to God. Wait on the Lord. And again I say, wait on the Lord. Telling you, do it God's way. I promise you. I promise you. I, I, listen, there are enough people in here, young ladies, women who can tell you, who are older, who can tell you they wish they would have waited. They was in, they were just in love. This is love, love, love. But but life. Five years, ten years later, they oh, I wish I would have waited on God. Come here. Gave, gave somebody the prime of my life who didn't care nothing about me. Be sober, be vigilant. You be tied up. You be tied up in all kinds of stuff. Unhappy. Unhappy. Not, not this, you, know, you, know, you, know how, you know how terrible it is to be mad at somebody you don't even like? Y'all don't even like each other. I don't want no, I, I don't want no roommate. Hallelujah to God. I want no roommate. Praise God. Say amen. Waiting on God works. But he'll plant stuff in your mind, have you making decisions, doing stuff, and then a long run you'll come back and say, oh my God. He planted a thought. Had me thinking my time was running out. And now, I'm, now, now, now the enemy killing me softly. Clap your hands. I'm done, y'all. Amen. Come on, clap your hands for Houston and Charlotte. Hey! Somebody shout thoughts. Idea. Idea. Suggestion. Suggestion. Don't he come at you like that. Come in, speak in tongues, and fall out and dance and scream. Soon as you walk out of church, he'll plan the thought. Ain't nothing gonna change. You gonna walk out of here still broke, right? I will never be defeated. Know the word of God. Get this Bible in you, so that when the enemy comes and he plants thoughts, you're able to discern it enough to recognize how he operates. It's given time. Let's get ready to give unto the Lord. Thank you for listening. Visit our website for more information to stay connected with the ministry of Prophet Brian Karn at briancarn.com or kingdomcitychurch.com.